Hey, welcome to Hoops Coaching A to Z with me. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Let's let a professional handle this. <laughs> this is Hoops Coaching A to Z with my husband, Coach Terry Canova. This is a deep dive into all things coaching. Come join us as we visit with some of the best coaching minds in the business to help grow our profession. Here you go, honey. Back to you. Well, guys, welcome. Welcome back for another episode. One of the super things about having my own podcast is I get to uh, reunite, get to reconnect, and get to visit with, with some of my friends in the business. I feel like I've been so blessed to do this for, for 30 plus years and, and the people we meet. And ironically, to, uh, today's guest is somebody I met one of my first years as a college coach. And just uh, we clicked from the beginning, and uh, and and even though we don't get to talk as much as we would like, it's it's always great to visit. Want to welcome assistant coach from Pepperdine, Coach Brian Rosario. Welcome, Brian. Thank you Thank much. You. What what you're not telling your listeners is that I was a lost pup there because McNeese State. I was the first. That was my first year coaching, and um, between you and EJ. Uh, up at ULM, I mean, you, you were like the first one to talk to me. So I just said, man, if someone's going to talk to me and I'm from way out in California, I might as well just stick stick with this guy. This guy knows where it's going. Well, you know, I think we became instant friends and, uh, you know, you're just a, just a super person and, and we've got similar personalities and that we don't know a stranger, you know, and you mentioned, you know, being a pup and, and we're going to come back to some of this stuff, but but, you know, since then, you've been an assistant coach at the University of Cumberland's. Uh, you've been at Cornell. You've been at Loyola Marymount. You've had a stint as a head coach uh, and now recruiting coordinator at Pepperdine. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Well, I, I am very fortunate and lucky. Um, next season will be my 30th team that I've coached, and that's all levels. That, that's every team that I've been able to coach. And, and, you know, I, I went to the university of San Diego, not thinking that I'd get into coaching. And um, I'll tell you, I, I've had really good mentors in my life. Kathy Marpy was the head coach there at USD, Eric Johnson, Shelly Sheets. Um, you know, they, they really helped me in terms of understanding, Hey, if you want to be good at this, you know, you, you got to be able to pick the right people. And I think, you know, you mentioned all those schools and I, I, I think I'm an exception that I've really enjoyed every stop of my career. Um, and even though McNeese was one year, Bridget Martin was the head coach there. And, you know, she kind of put me in touch with uh, Leon Barmore, you know, and that entire staff at, at Louisiana Tech and got me into camps there. Um, and then I met, you know, you through the season and, Christy Sides and, and Brooks and, you know, just Nikki Hayes, you know, so it's like there was such good people early in my career to help then shape those decisions. Um, I remember, you know, going in year two, having to make a decision. Do I go to NAI? I mean, that was scary for me because all I knew was division one and, you know, being hooked up with Melissa Irvin there as the head coach, you know, and, and then, you know, four great years of building that program up to becoming a championship level program. 
and then being scared again, because it's like, okay, now what, you know, I, I earned my master's there. And, um, Eric Johnson was a practice player at, at Rhode Island where Dana Smith played. And that was the connection to Cornell. And, you know, we were able to build a program there. And, and then, you know, I had an opportunity to go home to Loyola Marymount. And if it wasn't for Shelly Sheets connecting me with Lynn Flanagan and Julie Wolhoyt, you know, it, so it's just, you know, I say that because most people probably know my background and, and my journey, but I'm telling you, if it wasn't for the people at every one of those stops, um, preparing me for the next stop without me even knowing what that next stop was, um, it just gave me the tools and the resources to make an educated decision on people which then created a, an amazing experience while I was at that next spot. Well, you know, Brian, it, one of the recurring themes with this podcast it is it comes up about the connections and, and the people you meet. I had Bobby Champagne on here in one of the episodes and, you know, Bobby worked with Kelvin Sampson twice. He was at Washington state and then he was with, uh, with him at Oklahoma. And, and then Last summer, Bobby is a high school coach in North Alabama and gets a call from Kelvin Sampson saying, hey, I need a decision today. You want to come to University of Houston? And next thing you know, he's playing in the Elite Eight with a chance to go to the Final Four. You know, and, and, and I think the key, you know, you hit it on the head, it's relationships, but it's also sincere relationships. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that and, and ladies that, that are just about chasing jobs and, and seeing how many names they can put in their Rolodex. But, but it's those sincere relationships you mentioned. You know, I'm the product of Louisiana Tech, Lady Bulldog, uh, Lady Bulldog, Lady Texter of uh, basketball camps. I worked those for 10 years and, and some of those same people I got to know. Ironically, Brooks is going to be on here on an episode here real soon, and I hope to get Christy and kind of give that some of that WNBA insight. Uh, and of course, Nikki and and all of those people. And, and it's it's so neat that you meant the people you mentioned. It was the same people because even though it wasn't my first year coaching, it was my first year as a college coach or early on as my college coach. So we have a lot of those kind of common threads you know, as we go along, but it's about relationships, man, just having you on here and, and uh, our listeners are going to get to hear your voice, but me getting to see, see your face and, 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 and thinking of some of the great times we had some of the early on at the final four. And you guys may not know this, but, but Brian Rosario is the, the twin. He, he is the, uh, the stunt double, double of the rock. And, and, and funny story, our listeners to get a kick out of is I remember, one final four or something we were on a, on a road trip and, and, and we just, we worn out. We, you know, uh, we, we, whatever had a day running around, whatever, but we're in a hot tub. And remember you had this little kid convinced that you were the rock <laughs> and, and, and Brian was doing his rock impression and this little kids thinking, Hey, you know, I think that might be the rock in the hot tub with us, you know, but, uh, but just great times. And, and, and it's, a, and this business is about relationships, man. That, that is the key. For sure. What was that? What was that final four? We went and we were all together. Um, do you remember down in, was it Atlanta? So, so it doesn't matter four. what final <laughs> oh, four, Terry. See, I got, got you. you. I got you. No, <laughs> you no, I, I'll tell you, you know, it's, it's, it's what's great about, um, 
you know, being fortunate to, to coach for 20 years, right. In a business and, and, and a level, right. Because like, you know, you do it long enough and all of a sudden you have these pockets of people, you know, from every stage of your career. And, and I was fortunate to, you know, coach down South and then the mid South then back East West Midwest Southwest. And then now I'm out back West again. And, you know, over those 20 years, you know, getting to see Nikki at the final four, you know, and seeing, you know, Brooks and I, we were kind of going back on recruits, you know, and, and, you know, so it's like, you, you have all these pockets of people that come back in your life. And I think if there's, if there's anything young coaches um, should probably realize, but I think it's the hardest, right? Because early in your career, you're always chasing something um, is to almost take a deep breath and look what's around you and, and have a perspective of, am I going to be close to these people in 15 to 20 years? And that's kind of scary because you don't know what the next 15, 20 years uh, leads to, but um, to be able to have a friendly face in all aspects and stages of your life, it, it is so rewarding at this point in my career. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about like we always tell our, our players, it's not about the, the destination, it's about the journey. And, and particularly at those times, th thankfully, we took enough time to goof off and enjoy each other and not just be so consumed with that rat race. Because, you know, when, when, when you're a young college coach, you know, it, it's, it's, it's overwhelming and, mm -hmm. and uh, it's, it's hard on your personal life. It's hard on your family life. And, 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 you know, it's, it, it was great to have you guys to be those, those, those shining faces in my life that, that, you know, when I could take a deep breath, you know, I could have some laughs with you guys and, and, uh, and, and, and do those kind of things to kind of, I guess, uh, decompress, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. Well, well, Brian, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. Uh, but when we come back, what I want to do is I want to talk about this new project you uh, you getting going uh, about starting a leadership kind of mentor group for young coaches, kind of what we what we're already talking about here. So we're going to take a short break for one of our sponsors and then we'll be right back. Want to get away for the best vacation ever? Consider a group trip, whether a cruise or an all-inclusive resort. Let Toes in the Sand Travel help you get there. There are some amazing perks for group cruisers. Trust us, we do one almost every year, and we help so many of our friends as well. For a trip of a lifetime, give us a call. You can message me on Facebook at Kimberly Tanner Canova, or you can find our Facebook page, Toes in the Sand Travel, but be sure it's the one that has our smiling faces on there. Just reach out, we'll help you. Hey honey, will you get packed? We got a cruise ship waiting on us now. <laughs> Let's go. Well, welcome back. And look, uh, make sure you give Kim a shout. Um, absolutely toes in the sand travel. We've helped a bunch of people. Give her a call. Like she said, hit her on Facebook. Get in touch with her. Cell phone, 601-718-7614. Or 
Remember, it doesn't cost anything to use a travel agent. Just uh, let her help you out. So B-Row, so now we're back talking to Brian Rosario, assistant coach at Pepperdine University. And Brian, you are trying to get started or may have already got started. Tell us about this mentor group for young coaches that you're trying to uh, get going. Yeah, I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier. I mean, I, I've had some really good mentors, you know, who, who really guided me in not only decision making, but how to fill that toolbox with the skill set so that you can have a long career. Um, and, and that's where it kind of is stemming from. I, I, you know, you, you don't ever want to be the old guy or, or, you know, the old person is like, man, back in the day, we, you know, you don't want to be that. Right. And so I want to make sure that I'm passing the torch. I think, you know, at this point in my career, um, I have been lucky that I, I can kind of check off a lot of those boxes, um, that, that we think about early in a career, um, becoming a head coach and, helping to build a program as a recruiting coordinator, traveling the country, um, multiple levels, multiple experiences from the Ivy League with no scholarships to the West Coast Conference where, you, you know, it's, it's high level academic and athletic players. So I, I just had, I, I was sitting on an idea of, hey, I really wanna go deep with um, connecting people with an idea with a skill set, or perhaps uh, uh, just a new way of looking at something, um, you know, Eric Johnson, uh, who who is now getting back into coaching. Thank God, like he, I think he's great. He was my mentor at USD, and you know, became a head coach at Denver and Boston College. And you know, he took me to the fir my first Nike clinic back when Nike was having those clinics, whether it's in Vegas or back east. And you know what what I what I learned from him was you know, three areas that you have to kind of be good at, right? It's the X's and O's. You got to know your stuff. It's the development of players. So that that's not just on the court, but that's, you know, what, what their mentality is and what stage are they at? You know, as a freshman in college, they're, it's so different than a junior in college and then let alone a senior in college. So the right. development of someone, and then, and then I think recruiting um, is where you have to be good. Now, now he did tell me, Listen, just pick two of the three, right? <laughs> pick two of the three and, and really focus on the two of the three. And, and that's what I did. I, I was shy. I wasn't that the person that can just jump on a phone with, with, a, with a you know, teenager and just start you know, shooting, shooting it with them. And so I went in all into the X's and O's in development. And I think it's what I was able to stand on for my first 10 years of my career and I think by observing and surrounding yourself with then the mentors of the third. So for me, it was recruiting. So right. being able to watch great recruiters and, and listen to their conversations and to understand that then, you know, 20 years later, I can honestly say that those three components, yeah. I, I, I lean on every day. Yeah. And so I wanted to create that, you know, for young coaches, um, who, who are in, in the game two to seven years where they could be having some doubts, right, of, of who they are and, and their, their journey. They could be, you know, having some um, uh, just situations where they kind of got into that they have to pull themselves out of, um, whether that was going somewhere and the head coach getting fired and having to reestablish themselves or, 
getting knocked out of a certain level. So, so that's kind of how it started. And now, you know, I, I have 32 um, young coaches that will be part of this. Uh, it's over four months where we are uh, touching on each of those components. And the last component is going to be career advancement and career decisions and opportunities. Um, and it's basically a Zoom call for 90 minutes once a month where um, we can have deep conversations on, on each of those skills. That's, that's awesome. You know, and it's, it's, it's interesting how, you know, I'm that old coach too, you know, and, and that, that was part of, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that was part of my thing with this podcast. You know, uh, I felt like th th there, there's so many components of things that we've got to do in this job. And, and, you know, 16 years ago, I came back to high school and, you know, so the recruiting part of it isn't, isn't there, but it's still the, the X's and O's, it's still the player development and, it, you know, and, and all those other little variables that just pop up on, on a daily basis. And so, uh, so that's been rewarding for me. And, and a great thing with, with the podcast, it's, it's like with you, I knew from the minute I started this podcast, I wanted to have you on as a guest, you know, so now it's like, okay, what area do we want to talk about? And then I saw you tweet about this leadership um, thing you're putting together, this mentor group. And so, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's great that now it's, it's almost like we, we working together again, you know, cause, cause I can reach out and, and, and help promote your group and, and have, and you're, you're helping me by, by being on as my guest and, and, and that's what it's all about. It, it's, it's about helping people and, and being a resource out there for people who are a little bit nervous about this journey that, that we've been a part of for a while now. Well, and, it, and I think it's a, it's a very rewarding uh, stage when you are able to look up at mentors and then also look back and be a mentor to, to people. And I think, you know, this, this profession is amazing because, you know, all the cliches, right? Like, you know, a coach will touch more lives than a single person a day that type of thing, because you, you look at the compound effect and everything. And, and I think, you know, young coaches, I think there are a lot of, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of great people out there, but I, it's, it's just become more competitive and, and I've seen and I've felt, and I'm sure you have and your listeners have felt that competitiveness, um, kind of that cutthroat effect that's happening because, you know, I think basketball has created more positions, right? Like back in the day, I was hired as a restricted earnings third, third assistant, you know, and that was kind of a new assistant, right? That third spot. And then you have a Dobo. Then you start having GAs. Then you start having director of media content. And then, you know, so you're creating all of these other positions, yet the amount of coaches have not changed. There's still four at the college level, head coach and three assistants. And so it's so competitive. And I think if, if we can help young coaches gravitate towards the, the simple things that they need and give them the tools to then branch out, because like you said, recruiting, right? 
as a, as a high school coach or a junior college coach, you're doing the recruiting from reverse. You're now preparing a player to then being able to advocate for them, to then be able to help that family in cutting through the fluff and trying to find the right fit because you know them best, right? And I think it's a beautiful thing when you're able to have those circles, but, but the mentors and the mentees you know, at a different part of your stage. And, and just to, just to quickly, um, I listen to Colin Cowherd, right? Some people don't like him. Some people, you know, love him. And, sure. but, but he has this theory that like professional athletes in the first third of their career, they are trying to establish who they are in the second stage of their career. So that second, third, they want to get as many championships as possible. And then in the final third, they're about legacy, right? And I think that's where I'm at. You that's know, I, I've had yeah. my opportunity to get established and be known for a certain thing. I've chased and I've, I've been able to, you know, win the championships and know what climbing that ladder and cutting the net feels like. I still wear my last championship on my wrist as a reminder. That's cool. Um, and then now I'm in that, that third stage where, you know, what is the legacy? The legacy I'm, is. I'm stealing that, by the way. I, I absolutely am stealing that. I mean, that, that is, that's brilliant. I've never seen anybody do that before. Well, I mean, it, for me, it's, it's, it's a constant reminder of the journey. And, and being able to cut down the net, you know, some of us are fortunate that we're able to cut the net every, every year. Right. Right. And then sometimes you lose perspective of that, though. And I remember with you, with Nikki, with Shelly, like going to the final four and literally staying until the net is cut and the confetti has fallen. And it's a feeling like no other. And so if I'm in coaching or out of coaching, I've been out of coaching, you know, here and there just because of certain situations. This is a constant reminder of how special athletics is how special team being part of a team is. Um, but also that journey of when you get the right people in that room and everyone is like-minded in the sense of that pursuit for that goal, it, it is beyond measure, you know? And so that that's, you know, I've, I've had recruits and people ask about it and, you know, you can't get this at the store, right? You got to climb a ladder for this one. And for those of you listening, obviously you're all listening. Uh, so Brian has a piece of a net that he cut down. What, what particular championship was that, Brian? Uh, he's got a piece yeah, of so a net that he uses it like as a bracelet. Yeah, so so I, I've had a few championships at, at Cumberland, um, but this was actually a high school championship because it was an experience that I've never thought I would be in. Um, I didn't think I was coaching youth, you know, and it was a combination of high school and club. And it was the first time I felt the switch where I, I now have to mentor and I have to start, you know, helping um, youth, but then mainly their families understand the recruiting process because Winning these in high school, that's great, right? You can, you, you don't forget about those things, but in Indiana, they are driven to how many nets can you get? And oftentimes you forget about the people that are holding the ladder 
as you climb up. And so it was just a, it was a weird, it was just a weird feeling that I had. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to put that championship on my wrist and always have it as a reminder to the importance of being a service leader, um, you know, and, and always trying to serve, serve the community that I'm, that I'm with. That's, that's awesome. You know, and again, going back to the relationship part. So let's see, I've been at UMS now for 16 years. I was at South Alabama for three. We met when I was at ULM. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're talking about 24 years. Now this, this is, this is what relationships are all about. Brian mentioned the confetti and all of that at the final four. We met 24 years ago. And for the last 24 years, every time I, the one shining moment comes on for the NCAA tournament, I think of Brian Rosario. Because for whatever reason, we were together for one of those and, and you stopped or you said, hey, whoa, 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 we got to see one shining moment. And for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's just a clip of highlights after the champion is, is crowned and they show clips, these, these powerful uh, winning clips, losing clips, and it just progresses until it gets to the finals. And, they, and it's one shining moment. And, and that was something that, that, that really you loved. And and I, I till the day I die, when I see one shining moment, I, I I think of Brian Rosario, and so so that's that's pretty pretty cool, pretty cool. Well, and I, I'll I'll just say this, you know, it's it's ironic because now I'm sending it to our our players, mm-hmm. and uh, some of them are like, "What's this?" <laughs> and it's like, "Well, wait a minute, come on, I got to school you on this." Others is like, it kind of inspires them into the spring. Um, because you know, it's, it's, you know, the one shiny moment, not only the song, but the clips that you talked about as a coach, you know, early, it's kind of like, man, I want to be that coach that high fives or that like embraces the hug or climbs the ladder, but you quickly, quickly realize it's about those players. And it's about those players feeling something that they have spent four, eight, 16 20 years sometimes chasing and and i just think it's it's one of those things that as a coach or or just as an athlete right in sport that it's it's almost the best two minutes and 15 seconds that you'll have every year you know is the culmination of what everyone has gone through and most of us end seasons with an l Right. And, and, and I think that's, that's just a, um, a reminder of how hard it is to get, you know, 14, 15 people on the same page, uh, and, and having to, to kind of go through something. Well, you, you know, uh, you say that every season that I've been a part of athletics has ended with an L, you know, now I've been, I, I've been very blessed to, to be part of final fours and sweet 16s and, and all of that, you know, and, and as a coach, if, if you're one of those young coaches out there who, who won championships right out the gate, don't take them for granted because it is hard. And it, it is what drives me. You know, you, you talk about those three segments of your career. 
I'm in that third segment, but I still got a couple toes back in that middle segment because I'm chasing that uh, I'm chasing that big championship as well. Um, but before we wrap here, Brian, and, and we will absolutely, absolutely do this again, man. This is so cool to, to get to visit with you. Tell us again about your group. And if there's somebody out there, uh, it may be too late to get in this session. Where do they go? How do they find you? Uh, tell, tell us about that. Yeah, so this this started with just an idea, right? I'm calling it Magic 32. Uh, Magic Johnson was my favorite player. Uh, 32 is was his number, my number. Um, but Magic stood for uh, making a greater individual um, commitment. That's to yourself. Um, but but the main thing is we are wanting to build this out so that it is an ongoing thing. Um, I'm going to focus on young coaches. I'm going to focus on um, kind of that middle uh, coach. So if if you're interested in in this, uh, you can reach out to me. You can slide into my DMs um, and, you know, just reach out. Uh, we have a kind of a wait list for for the second round. Um, and if it gets to become a popular thing, then, you know, we will be doing it, you know, compounding it, you know, in, in terms of multiple sessions at a time. And, you know, I just, I just want to connect people and, and connect them with the right ideas that, that they can be successful and have a, have a great career. Well, you know, I am always here if, if I can be of assistance and I will definitely uh, share this on the social media and uh, you know, you guys, if you're not uh, on Twitter or and, and oh, I'm sorry. If you are on Twitter and you're not uh, following Brian Rosario, you definitely, definitely do so. Uh, good guy, great coach, but even better guy, and 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 can do one heck of a rock impression if you ever, uh, if you ever see him uh, live and in color. Um, but Brian, hey man, love you, man. So good to visit with you, and uh, let's let's do this again soon. No, definitely, and and. Listen, Terry, I want I want to thank you for everything that you've done for my career. Um, you you were a rock for me early in my career. I was always going back, quote unquote, home to you and, and you know, asking about advice and everything. And, and so I would just return it. I think if if you're listening to this and, and you've subscribed and, and this is a constant in your life, I would definitely reach out to Terry because I think he's a great mentor for not only young coaches, but but even for for people in that third level uh like myself because i i think you know the like-mindedness is rare uh in terms of getting familiar and getting connected with people but i just want to thank you for what you're doing and thank you for this opportunity well excited it's 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 a joy for me it, it's a joy for me and uh and I'm, I'm glad we got to catch up a little bit today and uh like i said we'll do it soon Definitely. do it again soon Definitely. all right brother stay well yep you too I mean. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. A big thank you to everyone who has continued to make this podcast become so popular. Please continue to share with your friends and colleagues. And when you have time, please take a minute to give it a five-star rating. Until then, 
We'll see you on the next episode.